Welcome back to Speaks. For this episode, we partnered up with Toronto's Queer Asian Youth from ACAS, which stands for Asian Community AIDS Services. Queer Asian Youth, or QAY, is a support group for queer youth in Toronto who comes from East and Southeast Asian culture background. We sat with them for their monthly recreational event and hosted our very first confession classic. This was an opportunity for the youth to share their personal stories with us. We were very fortunate enough to have a lot of participants for this Confessions Closet segment. So this recording uh, will be broken down by multiple segments. Great. Um, I don't know about you, Sean, but I found the stories uh, very... For some, I found very inspiring. And then for some, I it just reminded me of the time when I was in the closet. And it just brought me back to you know that time period, which seems so long ago. But really, it's only been a few years for me. Um, and it just, yeah, it was, it was such a strange feeling. It almost like going back in time for me. How about you? I felt uh, some of them I knew before, but, um, I didn't get to have like a deep conversation with them. So I didn't know much mm-hmm. about them, but finding out their like very personal mm-hmm. stories, I felt really close. And even some of the people that I've never met before, like sharing very, very personal stories, it made me I feel like I've made a lot of friends. Yeah, it's yeah. true. Um, I think because of the level of uh, vulnerability and just sharing such personal stories, I, I think you're right. I, I think we definitely developed some really, really close bonds and connection during that short period of time. And I hope this isn't the last time that we partner up with Queer Asian Youth. Yeah, so we're very excited to share their stories with you. So please enjoy and feel free to give us any feedback on our website or Facebook page. And don't forget to, um, if you have any uh, stories that you want to share, please um, reach out to us or send us a recording. We can definitely have a way to um, feature your stories on our channel as well. Absolutely. Hello, my name is Gareth, I go by the pronoun of he and his. I'm of Taiwanese background and I am 30 years old. Thanks for joining us. Uh... Yes, welcome, Gareth. (laughs) Okay, why don't we jump right in? So the first question that we have for you is, are you out? Why or why not? Pretty much um, everyone in my life knows people um, that are in my life, work with, my friends, family, everyone that I love. So, yes. And what would be the reason you want cho- uh, chose to come out? I felt like it was um, necessary for me um, that this was a question that I had internalized for a very long time when I was young and it ate away at, ate away at me. Um, and until I actually could come to terms with it, I was able to move forward in my life because uh, it really held me back for a while. So you m- mentioned how um, not being able to come out held you back in your life. What was it uh, specifically that like made you hold back and how did you overcome it? 
Um, I think it was the uh, fear more than anything of being ostracized, of being different, of people not liking me. It prevented me uh, for a while, or allowed it to prevent myself to um, move forward. You know, in my social life, my my educational pursuits. Um, it just it was a huge roadblock for me. I I, I couldn't function for a while um, until I actually uh, accepted that for myself. So, who did you come out to first? <laughs> I don't know. Um, I, oh, actually, um, my best friend in high school, who I was in love with, mm. <laughs> I came out to him. <laughs> yeah, I think it was him. So just a side question. Um, so was he also gay or no? Well, at least he said he wasn't. But even now, I think back, very questionable. But um, <laughs> no, um, he was he was pretty uh, pretty cool with it. Well, I didn't declare my love, but I, I you know pretty much said uh, you know like uh, I like guys. Um, like his first response was, um, "Have you seen a therapist?" Um, but that being said, you know, um, I didn't take it the wrong way. Like he was pretty cool and supportive, you know. So um, you mentioned how you're almost out to everybody. Is there a person that you would never want to come out to, if you have anyone left? I don't know. I think uh, I'm pretty much out. So like, yeah, I guess um, I can't. No, there's no, no. I can't really think of anyone. Because for instance, for me, I don't know if I'll ever come out to my um, grandma. Actually, yeah, I get that. That's probably yeah. My my grandma and grand my. They don't really need to know that. Um, yeah, I guess we're we're in the same <laughs> same there. It's kind of it would be kind of a bizarre thing. It's already difficult not to speak with them um, in uh, in Cantonese. Um, okay. Do you think that everyone should come out? It's a very personal choice. If only if you're you're ready for it and you have the right support system. Um, I think it's easy to say, yeah, you know, once you come out, everything will be better because. That may be the case for a lot of people. You know, very, I know I started saying it's very by indicating that you know it was a huge roadblock for me, and once I was able to come to terms with that, it, it was um, liberating. But not everyone is in that kind of situation, you know, where they have the luxury of having um, the right support from family and friends, and to be in a situation where it wouldn't affect their day to day life. So, do you have any surprising coming out stories, either positive or negative, um, that you can think of? Oh, yeah. I used to have a lot of fun with it. Like in the beginning, there was a lot. It was it was difficult, you know. I it took me, oh, uh, like hours the first time to tell um, my family. Uh, but um, I think after after high school, when I would bump into um, people from my past, I would um, kind of say something. Like homophobic and kind of gauge your reaction, and then oh. you know I don't know I was, I was having fun, you know. Just think uh, the water, yeah. Yeah, uh, and then I would say, oh yeah, but uh, I'm gay, you know. And then, like, what? <laughs> you know? Uh, for the most part, uh, I'd say ninety-nine percent, or more, or nearly, like essentially hundred uh, percent, it's been pretty, very positive. Very, I can't even think of, of one time where someone. Has disintegrated because of um, my coming out. I again, I, I mean, it's been for- fortunate for me. It's actually nice to hear because I also you mentioned how you're playing uh, playing with it, and I think when you start to coming out, it 
almost become addictive because you love seeing their uh, your friends' reaction. Or, oh, yeah, I... it's it's very. It, it, sometimes it's entertaining because I know that um, uh, at least in in Canada, I would say the the norm is that you like reaffirm and like you stay positive, right? So. Uh, even if they are homophobic, they are kind of obliged to uh, say something positive back. Yeah. And um, but I'm not saying that they're homophobic in in the nature, but um, they try so hard to be uh, very liberal and uh, not conservative. They're like, oh, oh, okay, yeah, okay. Which, which is really refreshing. Almost everyone, like, almost everybody, yeah. is like, oh, uh, whoops, yeah, I didn't mean to say that. You know, but we all have, you know, I think internalized, you know. Homophobia, and it's not always from a place of hate. It's just you know we've you know we've grown up in a society for the most part where it's not seen necessarily as like a good thing. But thankfully, you know, a lot has changed in, in the past years. I came out a long time ago, like over a decade ago. So, <laughs> I have a question that's related to the third question that we asked. So you yeah. mentioned that you came out to your family as well. Um, did you come out to your family first, or was it your friends, and then eventually came? It was a combination of friends, family, um, and various coworkers um, that I have um, met along the way. Well, that was really nice to hear. Mm-hmm. Our first guest, Gareth. Thank you so much for sharing your experience with us. It's I think it's pretty refreshing to to meet someone who's been out for so, as long as you have. So. Well, I'm just saying that it, it, it's it's not very common still, I think, in our Asian community. So I commend you for that, and mm-hmm. um, I'm glad that you don't have that roadblock anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, there's there's always things, but you know, uh, it's when I when I think of these um, my my experiences, um, a lot has changed. Mm. You know, that troubled young boy, you know, um, is is. Uh, not the same anymore and for the best in the best ways mm-hmm. so before we close off if you had one thing to say to any queer youth out there that are struggling with coming out is there something that you'd like to say whether or not you may feel that way um there are people that care about you that want you to be happy and successful even if you haven't met them yet you know if you're family, your friends, the people around you have difficulty dealing with it. There are resources out there, uh, many programs, you know, um, that are there and willing and wanting to help. Amazing. Thank you very much. I am being very touched by <laughs> by your speech. Yeah. yeah. Thank you very much. Thanks, Gareth. Thanks. Hi, my name is Anthony. Um, I go by, I use he, him pronouns. I am of Southeast Asian descent just because I have no idea what my background is. It's a mysterious family line. I am currently 20 years old. Hi, welcome. Welcome, Anthony. Hi, Anthony. Hi. Two decades. (laughs) So the first question is, um, are you out and why or why not? Am I out? Uh, I guess so. I mean, people don't know. I guess I had to come out again. Um, why? Because, I don't know, just because people ask. So I guess the idea of coming out is more like, are you revealing something they're not expecting? Is that what it means? Um, more in the general line of, are your friends know, or do your parents know, um, your social circle? 
Yes, just because they're in the similar spectrum as me, except for my parents in that way. But your parents know. My parents know. Yeah. I'm not sure they accept it or they're like still confused. But I show them my boyfriend. So mm-hmm. they're like, cool. Okay. All right. But it's still, I can't like translate. Oh, well, just to refresh, I consider myself pansexual mm-hmm. and I cannot translate that for the life of me. Okay. Uh, yeah, it just does not cross over to the language. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Okay. Language. So, what is or what was the one of the hardest things about coming out? Um, the hardest thing about coming out is I find just like firstly to like accept that you are not, I guess, part of a binary about being straight or or whatever where you land. That first step to accept yourself, and then the second step to tell others. For me personally. It was just literally translating those feelings into words and telling not well not necessarily telling my parents but sort of just like experiencing it and being who I am inside as cheesy as I can say that it was about conceptualizing and experiencing and realizing your own feelings and kind of trying to know uh, yourself that was yeah. the hardest part about coming out I guess so yeah and then finding the words that reflect who you are really yeah i mean like the english language itself i find cannot fully explain all these emotions and experiences unless like i'm not i'm personally not like a scholar yet in the english language so i don't know how to like find the best words to Mm -hmm. describe everything Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah, human emotions and feelings are very complex and it's hard to put it to words right yeah Yeah. i definitely agree are you uh, Oh, well, you mentioned that you're out to most people or most people yeah. seem to know or... Yeah. They, so generally they generally assume. Yeah, <laughs> like, okay. So I don't know if this next question really applies in the sense... Because the question is asking if you were to come out, who would you come out to first or last? But I guess we can ask, well, when you first came out, came out who, who was, was it? it specifically? Was it a friend or a family member? I don't even remember. Or who I... was the first to ask you that question? Oh, oh my God. Yeah, we, so, why don't we flip it around? <laughs> so, this is funny. Um, I remember in grade nine, so I was still questioning. I was like, cool, why not? Why not? Um, I remember someone directly came up to me and asked, are you gay? I'm like, what? And then someone else pulled that person over. was like, that's really rude. It's like, oh. It's like, yeah, that's all I remember. It wasn't insulting. It was a clear question to ask, but yeah. totally out of context. Yeah. Also, I didn't know her, yeah. so which is really funny as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but throughout my life, I guess, people sort of assumed and didn't treat me any differently, but I guess they just sort of assumed that I was different in regards to my sexuality. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I didn't necessarily have to have like a dramatic coming out. Mm-hmm. They just sort of assumed. For In regards to my parents, though, I remember eating at a Chinese restaurant and my mom was like, so why are you going to bring a girlfriend home? I was like, ah, what was the boy? She's like, that's okay. Oh, like, oh. okay. But then I guess it sort of hit her after. As, and she was like, what, what if you got a girlfriend and got a child? I was like, no. If I have a boyfriend, I have a boyfriend. But whether or not he can or cannot have a child. So yeah, so she was still pushing toward for like the female pregnant child. I think she just wants a child in general. Child, yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> She can have a child, a grandchild in different ways. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, and oh, oh my God. So I was telling her about like the science of like possibly of two sperms and empty egg creating a child in like scientific like progression. It's like, 
what? That's impossible. I was like, no, it isn't. <laughs> and again, science is also very hard to translate mm-hmm. through mm-hmm. another language mm-hmm. that I'm not really familiar with. So is there any person in your life that you would uh, leave it to the last to come out? I don't think so. I personally, for me, I'm very open. I'm not sure why I would hide it from anyone at the moment. Unless it's like a political thing. I mean, I would if I could tell my grandmother, I would. But I don't think she'd care or understand. She's gone, by the way. She's like somewhere. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Not that I knew her. Do you have any surprising coming out stories, whether it be positive or negative? Other than ones I told you, yeah. no. Okay. That's pretty much it. Okay. Yeah. You're, you seem to be a very much straight, open book type of person. He's yeah. full of life. Yeah. yeah. I love your energy. And I, I was going to bring this question up. Um, yes. You s- told us that um, uh, you were expected to be uh, queer from your surroundings. Um, from- no, I would say expected. People assume. Just assume yeah, because I guess from my energy and from the way I act, mm-hmm. if that's like, I guess, stereotypically queer or what have you not. So this is your experience, that kind of expectation, even before you had the time to figure out for yourself? Um, those, those experiences where people assume made me sort of tr- internally try to push away from being as feminine or like very outgoing mm-hmm. to be more like, let's say chill or like more masculine or whatever that word means now. Traditional. Traditional. Mm-hmm. Like sway when I walk. Mm-hmm. Talking to that. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. And maybe in, almost have internalized hate for being feminine. But I end up being like that anyways, whatever feminine means. Mm-hmm. More, I guess, flamboy, more outgoing, more stronger and more clear with my words. Mm-hmm. And I slowly realized that became a strength and thus became who I am. Regardless if I am gay, straight, or what have you not in between. Mm-hmm. Also, just like a fun side thing, like in th- if you're in theater, a lot of males are gay. Mm-hmm. But there are straight males and they all have a similar flamboyant, strong energy. Mm-hmm. In that environment, regardless of your personality and characteristic, it does not really define your sexuality mm-hmm. or course, your yeah. gender identity. Yeah. There's a lot of uh, preconceptions surrounding what gay uh, guy has to act and what is expected. Yeah, or even, well, I think it's tied to gender expectations. and mm-hmm. um, I think gender is performance, right? Mm-hmm. So totally. whether it be feminine or masculine or traditionally, the way we view it it's totally a performance either way you can go either way in terms of how you act Mm -hmm. right and but i I really appreciate your sharing so openly with us anthony and uh i had fun i did too yay thanks for coming out very welcome (laughs) no pun intended (laughs) (laughs) thank you very much hello my name is gabriel i go by the pronoun of he i am of filipino uh background and i am 27 years old Hi, my name is Axel. I go by the pronouns of he. I am Filipino background, and I am 21 years old. Hi, so we're actually recording uh, both Axel and uh, Gabriel together. together. Yay, together. We're, we'll have double the fun, yeah. right? <laughs> okay, so from, uh, I'll start off. So Gabriel, um, are you out? Uh, yes, I am out. And why? Um, I think it's just... Uh, more liberating and more freeing to um to be out and i just feel like more authentic when i'm with people 
and I don't have to live like a dual life. Like I'm, I'm being um, true to myself and, and, and sharing that I am gay is, is I think like helps that. How about you, Axel? Um, I feel like I never really had to come out. I feel like my family just always knew and just always went with it. So I just started talking about boys and <laughs> they already knew. <laughs> So it was kind of, I had like a different experience. Mm-hmm. But I did come out to my friends, but I started off as bisexual first, because I guess I was trying to ease their way into it, mm-hmm. but everyone was like, you're gay. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, you know, there's no fooling them, so. <laughs> what was one of the hardest things about coming out to either your family or friends? Um, well, my family, uh, they're super Catholic. Like, I'm one of seven children. Oh, wow. And um, there's only three boys. And actually, my brother is also gay, too. Um, he came out first. Oh. And then it, w- it was actually me who, who outed him. Not not really, like, I don't. we were arguing, and then I called him gay. Then he called me gay, but it was only for, like, we were saying it in terms of, like, oh, you're stupid. You know what right. I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and then when I called him gay, finally, um, like, he was like, oh, yeah, you're right. I am, I am gay. And then my parents were there and stuff. Whoa. So, um... I know my parents um, took that really, really hard because my dad is very Catholic um, and they've always wanted us to marry and have like girlfriends and stuff like that. But I guess for me, it was a little easier because uh, like shortly after I was like, surprise, like I'm also gay too. And and yeah, so I think I was lucky in terms of um, coming out like second, like after my brother, because Mm -hmm. it softened, I guess, the, the shock. The shock right. stuff, yeah. Is your brother older or younger? Than uh, he's he's older. <laughs> Same question to me? Yes. Yes. Um, I guess what was really hard coming out for me was finally coming to terms with it. For yourself? Guess, uh, for myself, I guess. I don't know how to describe it. It's mm-hmm. kind of like, you know when you're little and they make fun of you for it and you're like, no, I'm not, no, I'm mm-hmm. not. And you kind of like grow up like that. You're like, no, I'm not. Like, this is just like something mm-hmm. I'm going to go through. Mm-hmm. Then when I finally just started like accepting it, I think, and telling people like vocally, like, oh, I'm gay. Like, I like guys. I think that was kind of really hard for me. Mm-hmm. But at the end of it, it was like worth it. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I think that's our first uh, person sharing about coming out to themselves mm-hmm. being the hardest thing. Yeah. For me, I think it was the hardest for me to accept. I think it took like good, yeah. like five, ten years. Yeah. yeah and it's always hardest uh, to come out to yourself and actually <clears throat> finally come to terms with it. Yeah. Okay. So... As you both of you guys come out, um, who did you guys uh, come out to first? And then is there a person in your life that you want to leave to the last to come out to? (laughs) (laughs) Damn. Um, Who did I come out to first and then Mm -hmm. who would I not want to come out to? Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, Okay, so I came out first to um, my brother, my older brother. Because he was gay, and I was like, oh, cool, like, we're the same, <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> and then um, the last person I'd want to come out to is, like, I don't know. Like, I, I guess this, there's this guy in my elementary school who used to bully me a lot for being gay. Um, and I remember just saying, like, denying, like, no, I'm not, like, I like girls, like, lowering my voice and stuff. But, um... <laughs> Yeah, so he'd probably be, like, the last person I'd be like, oh, you were right. <laughs> like, I was gay and stuff. So, mm-hmm. yeah, to, to that one bully in elementary school, I'd come out last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Um, I think the, the first person that comes to memory, like, me vocally saying it, I don't know, I think it was my mom, because I don't know if you guys heard about the Triangle program. Yes. Yeah, the LGBT school. Mm-hmm. So I was having a rough time in high school, right? But, like, I... 
like to- told her it was like about certain other things, not really because of the other students. Mm-hmm. So I was like, hey mom, like I really want to go to this gay school because I'm gay. Mm-hmm. She's like, <laughs> like she didn't even care about the gay part. She's like, no, I don't want to transfer you. It's so much work. Because <laughs> <laughs> like everyone already knew, so. Right. But she was like the first one I remember just saying like outright gay, like in those words. Mm-hmm. Um, the last person I would probably come out to is my dad, like vocally. I mean, like, I walk around with, like, you know the American Apparel underwear that has, like, legalized gay on it? I walk around with that. He washes my underwear. Um, I have a silk robe. I walk around in it. But, like, sometimes, every now and then, he still asks if I have a girlfriend or not. Mm. And she's like, I don't want to disappoint him. But, like, come on. You know. Yeah. But, like, I still don't want to still fully come out and say, Okay. Just something I need to work on. Yeah. So he still has hope in his... Somewhere yeah, in there. Yeah, I just don't want to yeah. crush it. Right. right. <laughs> yeah. And sometimes it feels like words speak louder than than your actions. Yeah. And so um, I know a lot of friends who are, are obviously gay and they act or they bring their boyfriends over or whatever, but mm-hmm. they just don't have the heart to actually vocalize yeah. those words and mm-hmm. have an open conversation. Mm-hmm. And it, it can be very difficult, yeah, I feel. And another thing I wanted to mention is that I, I think I talked about this before, but I was also bullied in high school uh, for... Yeah, being gay and being different and being awkward. And um, I thought about actually calling him up and, like, coming out. You're bullying, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I feel... I haven't done it myself. I just thought about it. But um, it could be very empowering, I feel. Mm-hmm. It could actually um, lessen the harm that was been done mm-hmm. to yourself by confronting the person. Um, something to talk, uh, oh. think about, I think, yeah. Well, that's interesting, actually. never thought of that. So, our next question is, do you f- think that everyone should always come out? Um, well, <clears throat> no. Like, I-, I think everyone has, like, different s- situations. Um, like, I know I have one friend whose parents would, like, kick him out of his house. Ha- like, like, you don't really understand other people's, like, situations, and it could be even, like, life-threatening sometimes. Mm-hmm. So, it- it's all up to the person and their situation. Um, but I think they should have a person they trust that they could confide in um, because that makes it a lot more easier to go through, um, you know, like trying to like hide their orientation. So, like that, yeah. Yeah, we pretty much said it. Like, definitely don't keep it to yourself because bottling that stuff in, it's going to get really, really bad. So, like, a youth group or something, which I joined, like, soy, mm. it's pretty helpful. But, like, not relatable because there wasn't enough Asian youth there. They're just white people. Can soy I say that? Soy stands for <laughs> shade shade of yellow or no. oh soy. Yeah. Um, supporting our youth. Supporting our youth. Oh. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And see shades of yellow. Oh. What's that? Yeah. Oh, there's some other um, LGBT related uh, community in uh, Minnesota. Uh, oh. They call shade of yellow, and oh. they uh, specifically um, include um, Asian. Uh, queer population yeah. oh okay okay but for you your experience with soy has been predominantly white and so yeah the, just the, the experience is sometimes not always relatable, relatable. Yeah. yeah but i did find other um i brought my other friends there who identified as asian so mm-hmm. wasn't completely alone yeah yeah so um let us know about your most positive and most negative coming out stories if you have um, any well like well, when I did come out to my family, like, 
it was very like mixed because um, my sister she's like a nun like like she she wanted to be a nun wow. um so she went to like a, a nunnery for i guess um like seven years wow. um so she was encouraging me to to stay true to like the catholic um the catholic law which is like you you can't be intimate with another man so i forced my like i didn't force my like i i pushed myself to go to a catholic organization called um courage i'm not sure if you guys have heard of it it's for gay catholics okay and it's at saint patrick's um church down down by saint patrick's station and that was like the worst um experience ever like my head was like like was throbbing because of all the stuff they were teaching you about homosexuality homosexuality and stuff like that it was like a 12-step program um for basically like degayifying yourself really yeah like saying like um my attraction is a disorder like i am disordered basically and um i remember doing that for a couple of weeks and it was just so detrimental like i just felt so like confused Mm -hmm. and i was like but i want to be catholic still how did you? Sorry to interrupt. Mm-hmm. How did you find that program? Um, I actually spoke to my priest oh, at my why. at my university. Oh. Yeah. And was it your choice to speak to your priest? Um, yeah, because yeah. I, I was like during that time I was so like Catholic, right? Like, right. and I wanted I wanted to still go to church. I still wanted to like follow the catechism, mm-hmm. all that stuff. And um, I remember confiding confiding in, in the priests mm-hmm. and even in some of um, the people like the parishioners and stuff and. They're all saying, like, yeah, go to courage. Like, you, you just have something, like, your, your way of thinking is skewed um, and stuff like that. I remember it was just really, like, confusing. And I believed them for, I think, like, two years. I thought, uh-huh. I thought like, I actually, like, I had, like, a mental illness, basically. Yeah. And I think um, I was close to going to, like, reparative therapy, which is, like, really intense. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I just remember it being, like, such a bad experience, like, during th- those two years of, like, going to courage this, like, um, this like twelve step program trying to make you not gay, and just hearing from priests and like authority figures that like yeah you are yeah but you have a problem it's not natural and stuff like that. So um, that's probably like the worst um, like coming out experience. Mm. The most positive would have to be like with my brother because he he knew like how what I was going through and we were just like always making jokes and stuff. So. Um, <laughs> Yeah, and then we finally could, like, talk about boys and, like, about the, the, the guys we had crushes on in high school. And we're like, oh, my gosh, you had a crush on him, too? Me, too. And, and um, yeah, so that was, like, a positive coming out experience. Yeah. Have you guys ever um, been out clubbing or? Oh, for sure. Yeah, together? Oh, yeah, yeah. together. We, we went, like, twice, so we stopped because guys would just come up to us and say, can you guys make out? And, and I was like, oh, we're for brothers, like, for real brothers. Like, we're for real But, um... <laughs> Yes, so we stopped that. <laughs> yeah, we just go clubbing separately. But yeah. That's a very unique yeah. situation to have. Yeah. How, about <laughs> yeah, <it is. laughs> How about you, Axel? Um, I don't know. I can't really think of any negative ones that, you know, come to my head, fortunately, I guess. But I, I think the best outcome of me being very open with my family is um, they're just they're really, really supportive. And, like, my cousins, I'm the youngest here living in Toronto. Mm. So they kind of treat me like a stereotypical girl. Mm. <laughs> like, they want to meet my boyfriends. They want to know my, impre- like, oh, wow, what their yeah. intentions are. You know, like, they want to, like, <laughs> eye them down and everything. Yeah, like, bring them to a family man. party. I'm like, 
no. <laughs> <laughs> and like they don't want me going out late or anything. Just very protective, mm. which is really really cute. Mm-hmm. So like I'm just like the little princess. <laughs> I guess. Uh, yeah, I think that's. I was very lucky to have that support system. Absolutely. Since you guys are both um, Filipino background, would you say it's easier for Filipino uh, people to come out or harder compared to the other Asian ethnicity? Mm-hmm. I, I don't know, because like, with our coming out, it's like, totally different. Yeah. Like, and also, like, I, like, do you ask that question? Because I know like in Filipino, back, back in the Philippines, like, there's a lot of like gay mm-hmm. people in the Philippines, and very they're open about it. Mm-hmm. Very open, like vice Ganda. They're like, in the media. They're mm-hmm. everywhere. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. Yes. There's like very famous uh, comedian, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, who is outwardly open gay, yeah. um, accepted by society as well. I, I I'm actually not too sure about that because I know the Philippines is so Catholic, well, very thing. Catholic that's, too. Yeah. So which is I don't really understand. Media they are, but to me, I believe the laws haven't changed there yet like they're still fighting for rights there mm-hmm. but like i guess the media is kind of taking advantage because of all the money they get from it because people want to watch the shows watch the movies and i don't know but it's nice to see it on tv you know what i mean like i guess growing up in the philippines would be a lot easier to relate to certain people mm-hmm. than it would be here but it's getting better here too but mm-hmm. but um to answer your question like is it easier in the philippines to come out is that opposed to like other asian countries is it or being filipino in general being filipino in general is Mm -hmm. what i'm curious yeah oh Oh, okay i think it just really varies like yeah my family is really catholic too yeah but like they're still very really really supportive you know your family yeah my my family is like super super we have like five altars at our house like one on each floor and washroom and everywhere and it's just like we have a lot of yeah like my family is super catholic like I was going to be a priest, like, when I was, like, um, 12 years. I was going to go to the seminary. Wow. And my brother was going to be a priest as well. Um, my dad wanted to be a priest. My So we're super Catholic. Um, but even then, my coming out experience as, like, a Filipino, because I know, like, Philippines is, like, big on that and stuff, um, on, like, Catholicism, um, it wasn't, like, that Trump, like, it wasn't that bad. Like, they eventually got used to it. Mm-hmm. I think they were just, like, scared of the idea of, like, oh... Like being gay is like going against like God's law or whatever, but I don't know. It was it was it wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. Do you think it's because you also had like siblings and like mm-hmm. maybe you have another brother that's straight? Right? Oh yeah, and also I have like one brother who's straight and he's a doctor and he's a saving grace of the Bacani family. <laughs> so so my, my parents are just like, okay, it's good. Just as long as he's not gay, then like he, he, we can pass on the family name. Yeah, I think that's often the case with yeah. parents yeah. wanting to have grandchildren or passing on the family yeah. name and lying. For some reason, um, it's a big issue for for the older generation to pass yeah. on the name and mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I know in Korean communities that's it, a it's big, big too, yeah. issue, mm-hmm. but I guess Philippi- it wouldn't be any different. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. My mom really wants grandkids. What's your background, by the way? I'm Korean. Yeah, I'm Korean too. Oh, cool. Hence the project name. Queer Oh my god. Annyeonghaseyo, I just know one word. Kuya? Uh, yeah. 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 I'm probably. How old are you? Um, I'm 28. Okay. 
So you're my Kuya. <laughs> kuya is, is brother? Older brother. Older brother. Yeah. Is there anything else that you want to say to the other Asian youth? Let's say a queer Filipino who's having a hard time being mm. out to family or friends. Is there anything that you'd like to say, a word of encouragement or... <laughs> or just to listeners in general. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Honestly, it, it gets better. Yeah. It really, really does. Like, especially high school is a really, really rough time. Okay. And you'll get through it. You will yeah. get through it. Just confide in your friends. Yeah, confide <laughs> in people you can trust. And, um, like, take your time as well. Like, yeah. don't rush to come out. Do it during a time, like, during a time where you feel like you're ready but always have like a, a support system. I think is really important. Well, thank you so much for uh, yeah. taking your time to sit with us. Thank you very much. Okay. Hello, my name is Yuan. I go by with the pronoun of he. I am of Korean background. I am twenty six years old. I think. Yeah, I am. Yeah. Awesome. Welcome, Yuan. Thank you. So, Yuan, uh, are you out? Why or why not? Uh, I am out. To my family, only my parents and my younger sister. Um, not, it wasn't really a good experience with my parents, but I still do live with them still. So it's mm-hmm. kind of like I live in a weird situation. My mom, parent know, but they don't really talk about it, and I don't really talk about it. Um, they're not really accepting, but they still allow me to stay at home. So, mm-hmm. but my sister is completely supportive. So, mm-hmm. other than that, some friends know. Some friends don't, so it's very selective right now. Hmm. So you have one sibling? Yeah, younger yeah. sister. Okay, yeah. Okay. Otherwise, your parents, it's more of a don't ask, don't tell us sort of situation, yeah. it seems. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And uh, what is uh, one of the hardest things about coming out in general or to your parents or to your friends? Because you also mentioned that you're out to only selective friends. Mm-hmm. So what are some of the things you're struggling with? Mm. I think... Well, I'm trans, so being trans is like, I personally think it's completely, like, probably like 200, 300, 500% harder than being just gay because just there's so much transformation that the family members need to go through. But yeah, even within the rights and rights and like community work perspective, the gay rights are all, all like all the way up there. They only need to worry about like marriage issues, but for trans issues, there's still so many things to do. A lot of people are still ignorant about it, so that's why I'm really selective. Because like when I come out to people that I was like, you know, I was born with a female body, and they would kind of have seen me as a guy until now, and then as soon as I reveal that, they would be like, oh, so you were a girl before? So mm-hmm. I will always be stuck with that image forever. Mm-hmm. So I didn't even I didn't even want to risk that. So that's why I choose not to come out to a lot of the people, mm. just so I don't really give them a chance of that happening to other people. Mm. But at the same time, that also hurts my uh, own pride because I do want to tell them sometimes because a lot yeah. of parts of my lives kind of intersect with that identity, but I don't get mm-hmm. to share that. So it's it's a source of energy, source of relief, but at the same time, a source of stress. The fact that I don't like talk about myself to other people a lot um so who was the first person you came out to and if there is a person in your life you would never want to come out to uh i don't know if i think about like grandma who's also living with my parents and with me as well oh really yeah okay so 
grandma, I don't know. I don't even know where to start with, honestly. Like mm-hmm. the, yeah. It, yeah. It, yeah. my parents' generation have a hard time understanding this. Then I can't really. I don't even want to like imagine the older generation. So I would say grandparents, maybe extended family. I don't really. Like, they're all the way in Korea, so I don't really wanna. Like, there's no connection. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the first person that I came out to was my friend, close college friend. In the beginning, there were still some clashes. So, but now she's accepting, but there is still a little bit of tension just because whole trans issue is still like more confusing compared to the gay yeah. rights issue. Yeah. yeah, it's only now coming to the forefront a little bit slowly, yeah. and mm-hmm. people are still not fully. Yeah, I think it takes time to process as a society as well, right? Yeah. You mentioned some clashes. Um, are you still um, very much friend with uh, the person you came out to, or is your relationship um, still the same? Or I think it, like not really, but it's not because of like my identity. It's more like kind of like a personality clash. So I don't consider her to be like too close of a friend, but. Whenever, still, whenever she introduces me to other people, she still has trouble with pronouns just because I didn't really set the rules. Like, I didn't really tell her because she'd known me with the previous identity for a long time. And even I don't want to kind of cause confusion, but that causes confusion right now. So it's, I don't really know what to do, but that's mm-hmm. what it is right now. Yeah. Whole different experience than mm-hmm. like just, you know, sexual orientation sort of. Mm-hmm. challenges that come away but uh, you mentioned that with people I guess I guess I'm assuming that the people that you don't come out to um, about your you know gender or previous gender identity mm-hmm. um, those are people that you're meeting later in life or that you've met more recently mm-hmm. like what about friends from before like childhood friends or do you keep in touch with any of them do they know or have you come out to any of them I think like one or two high school friends I don't really keep in contact yeah. with them yeah so okay. just one or two so it's anyone that you meet from this point on or like maybe yeah I like, tend to not really have friends how do you say I have a very specific group of friends here and another group of friends there so they don't really interact with each other okay, sometimes okay. I feel like I have like multiples of masks and I'm just putting it on and off mm. different masks on and off in different groups so it's kind of tiring sometimes do you have any um, surprising coming out stories, um, either negative or positive? Well, not really surprising, but it's in the online world, it's a, little, a lot easier to talk about this. But in, okay. for some reason, person to person, it's always harder. So I always found that it was easier to kind of write things down instead of kind of talking about it. Yeah, I wouldn't really come out to a lot of people. So nothing was really surprising or nothing was really... So do you- do you find that being trans in a Korean community family is tougher than, let's say, if you were, I don't know, Filipino, Chinese, or Vietnamese? Or do you think you would still have the sort of the same challenges um, coming out as trans, regardless of your cultural, ethnic background? I guess I can't really say because I don't really know what it means to live as a Filipino or Chinese. I'm Korean, do you, so. Do you know a lot of other trans people in those other Asian communities? No, like even in QOI, yeah. being trans is like what? There's like one, two out of okay. like how in the city. Like I haven't yet to seen a trans man Korean 
even mm-hmm. Asian, there's only like one or two. Yeah. So it's kind of limited. So it's kind of hard to hear about their own experiences, mm-hmm. anything like that. So mm-hmm. it, sometimes I do feel like I'm all alone. Mm-hmm. That's why I mainly go to online. Yeah. But still, like, I don't really talk about it. So it's like, yeah, it's very split. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So honestly, something that I have to solve on, I have to resolve on my own because, yes, I have to kind of be more courageous, be more open about it. But sometimes I don't feel like it. Like, it's too much work, too much energy. It's a lot of、uh, responsibility in some sense, right? For you to take on、yeah. as one person, right? For like a whole. For a whole group of people, especially within the Korean community, for example, for trans Koreans, right? If you're probably one of the four f- at the forefront, whether you like it or not,、yeah. but that's so that responsibility you probably feel has fallen on you, even though、um, you may not want to take on the take role. on the role, right? Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it sounds- and it's definitely not your responsibility. No, or no. it's. Shouldn't be. It shouldn't be, but just given that, yeah. yeah, or there aren't very many role models, as you say, right? Yeah. So, yeah, well, I think it's incredibly、uh, courageous of you to even share this with us here and our listeners.、Um, and I think I'm, I'm more than certain there are other trans youth out there, whether、mm-hmm. Korean or not,、mm-hmm. that are listening and that can probably relate to you.、Mm-hmm. And、um, I think. Hopefully, feel that they're not alone in their struggles, as, and as well、mm-hmm. as for you, Yuan, as well. Is there anything you'd like to say to queer trans youth that's listening,、um, or to yourself maybe 10 years ago? Like,、mm. I guess if, yeah, if I were to meet like, me at least like, two years ago, or three years ago before I transitioned, and I'll tell them that you don't need to worry about it too much. Yeah, things will go on, just. Focus on what's happening right now, and there's always a way, and there always will be people. So, yeah. You mentioned earlier how you feel alone, and、um, I myself and、um, I heard from my friends who told me that when they had a suspicion that they were gay, they thought that they were the only gay person、mm-hmm. in the world,、mm-hmm. and they felt lonely because、oh, back in the day, There weren't a lot of、um, queer representation in the media. That's true. And even if there were,、uh, you don't see anyone like in real life in your own community.、Mm-hmm. So you feel incredibly lonely and alone.、Mm-hmm. And that was one of the reasons that we wanted to start this project、mm-hmm. because in Asian community, and I think especially in Korean community, we always kind of hide things under the blanket. And, yeah, we don't talk about Yeah,、it. we don't really talk about our feelings, and especially within the family or members,、mm-hmm. right? And because we don't really talk about our feelings or we don't talk about things、um, outright, if you have that kind of struggle, you're, you feel lonely and、mm. you feel alone and you don't have anyone to talk to.、Mm. And I think you've been、uh, incredibly courageous, as、mm-hmm. Esther mentioned, how you just speaking、um, with us,、uh, sitting down with us and、uh, talking about your own experience will impact. Mm-hmm. Uh, greatly for anyone who might be listening to this,、mm-hmm. who are in the same,、um, similar situation. Yeah, who feel completely alone、mm-hmm. in their struggles to come out, or just sometimes life can be very hard in general, <laughs> but it, like, there's so many multiple layers to that, right? And I definitely think that you, whether you realize it or not, you're going to give other people courage out there.、Mm-hmm. So thank you for sharing. Yeah, yeah, thank you very really, much. Yeah, thank you. I'm grateful for your. <laughs> Your experience in sharing with us and、yeah. opening up with us.、Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you very much.